Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Charlie Baker. And this is the H&J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. We turned sporting innovators today, yeah, yeah. as you're about to discover. Changed we came the game. up with an ab- absolutely sensational idea for a sport that you embraced. So thank you very really much for that. With it. some, some genuinely good ideas, Paul. Brilliant ideas. Um, we also had a chat with Omid Jalili We did indeed uh, Who told us why he's retired from football He's on his way to Chelsea tonight So we, we talked about the game And he played Celebrity Combination He did indeed And Andy Dawson Podcaster uh, And uh, Sunderland fan A massive snooker fan Reflected on what went on Last night at the Crucible With the Stop Oil protester um, And was he was possessed momentarily He was He came Thank you caller For, a, the for a while talk radio So uh, anyway You'll hear all of that Here it is Good afternoon everyone Good afternoon Charlie Good afternoon Paul the, Your run is still on Your unbeaten run is still on now, Paul we should put The out, Hawksby yeah. effect and, um, Yeah um, Just a little bit of background This Charlie's team You, you may have gathered He's, he's a Talkie United fan by now And they play tonight At Chesterfield After an unlikely run of wins That began when we had A talk sport night out With myself uh, Jim Pravel, Adrian Durham, yeah. Nigel Adley went along to Boreham Wood and they've not looked back, have they? They've not Five looked back. wins in a row, Paul. It's amazing. Despite not putting two wins in a row together all season. Yeah. Uh, only about four goals conceded, playing incredible football, the form team in the division. And you were dead and buried, weren't you, a few we weeks were, ago? We that were, night, Boreham Wood, the, the chances were not high. We were eight points off it. Wow. Eight points and off it. And now you're how many points off? We are two points off it. Two points so off it. So it shows how badly we were, but look, I know not everyone's interested in Torquay, but every fan is interested in the excitement of being in either a promotion chase <clears throat> yeah. or a relegation dog fight. fight. Yeah, it's an absolute dogfight there. So if I'm distracted today, Paul, it, I can't help it. Okay. It's just my fandom well, coming maybe through. Maybe this will just take your mind off it. You can relax. Is it on the box? You're going to be able to watch it I later. can stream it. You can you can legally stream it for £9.50 on National League TV. Okay, you're going to be watching? I'll be, I'll be doing that tonight. Brilliant. I won't watch it, though. I can't <clears throat> watch it. I'd much rather be there. Yeah. It's less nerve-wracking if you're there, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, of course. Watching on the telly is like through... Through parted fingers. You oh know. yeah. Well, look. Yeah. Good luck. Let's hope you can keep yeah, the run going. I'm sorry, no Chesterfield trouble. fans won't be pleased with that, yeah, but you know, the spy rights. They don't need it. They're third. They're 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 
safely in the playoffs. Oh, OK. So got nothing they to give play us for. the points. Yeah, they might just sort yeah. of, you know, lay down for Wrexham it. are going to, on the last day of the season, they'll have, they'll have won the league by then. Yeah, could yeah. be a big party. You've stayed up. Yeah. Wrexham won the Play league. Play the kids, no trouble. Now, um, we all saw what went on last night in the snooker. I... <laughs> I mean, looking back on it, the commentator, obviously, it was, was thrown in the moment. He's there to commentate on snooker. Yeah. But what he actually says on the Beeb coverage is these are terrible, <clears throat> terrible scenes here at the Crucible. I'm thinking, he's going to say, oh, the humanity. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the Indenburg going down, is it? It's a Robert big, Webb big lookalike Zeppelin. covering himself in orange powder. Um, and then he says... I have never witnessed anything like this in 25 years of watching and commentating on snooker. Which, at which point I was hoping John Virgo would pop in and say, well, that was that time in 1972 when Ray Reardon and Eddie Charlton were interrupted by a bloke who covered himself in yeah. orange powder. Or actual oil. In, <laughs> in the 70s, it'd be <laughs> yeah. actual castrel oil. It was a, it was a, it was a pro-oil. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. More oil. More oil. Covering protest. himself in diesel. Yeah, that's right. I think somebody did make the point, this, the most oil you've had since Ray Reardon slicked back in his hair and <laughs> in the 70s someone on Twitter said I oh, forgive uh, yeah. forgive me for not knowing who it was anyway Andy it could have been Andy Dawson because he loves his snooker podcaster yeah. friend of the show he's going to pop up a little bit later on because I mean we just heard what Barry said uh, Barry uh, Hearn there but with his PT Barnum hat on he would have loved it, yeah. really. I mean, look, I'll bet you the figures go up for the snooker today, don't, don't you? I, 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 I've, not seen with, I've not seen snooker <clears throat> on the front page since about 1987, yeah, Paul. That's so right. this is it's absolutely this is, fantastic. This is Davis for... Taylor all over yeah, again, isn't it? Exactly. I mean, look, it's, you don't want it happening every week, but just happening. And they got the Henry out, and it was just hoovered up in 10 minutes, wasn't they're, it? They're always looking to make it a little bit more exciting, a little bit more televisual. Well, if the threat of someone coming on and chucking orange powder was there... That, in yeah. every single game. It's given us an idea. It has indeed. Why don't we introduce into the world of snooker the orange ball? Beautiful. Beautiful. Now, um, I, I, one of the ideas I came up with earlier on for the orange ball mm. is it's always there on the table. Um, and if you pot it by accident as you attempt to pot another ball, mm. a bit like Paul, you lose the frame. Yeah, lovely. That's a you lovely lose the frame of me. The orange ball, the rogue orange ball. The that, ball of jeopardy. Yeah. It's just there, isn't it? That's, That's a right. lovely one. And you know, that phrase that we'd start to say, oh, I found myself behind the orange ball. Yeah, yes. So there's other things it could be used for. Yeah. You had another idea I thought. It. I thought if you were massively behind in the, in the snooker match yeah. and you needed mm. snookers, mm. you know, you... You still have a chance if you could pot the orange ball five times in a row. Right. Okay. So that would bring you, you back. Would, you would win the game. Okay. That's well, my look, just, one. Sponsorship well, opportunities weren't there as well, Paul. Easy what's Jets. It? What's it? The lot. Yeah, you know. that's right. Um, the Dutch Football Federation. All sorts. <laughs> of, so we're just trying to bring something yeah. positive from what happened last night at the snooker at the Crucible. So, if you've got any suggestions how the orange ball might work in snooker, what it, does the orange ball do? What does it do? Yes. Yeah. I mean, and so you can answer that question. Talksport.com forward slash H and J. Text to eight ten eighty nine. Tweet to TSH and J. A guest who will be now joining us tomorrow was hopefully going to join us today um, we phoned him earlier on to firm up the chat we were going to have yeah. on, our producers did and um, he went oh, oh, oh. and they said you're okay Mike oh, oh. And basically they worked out he was at the dentist he was in the dentist oh, chair yeah. and background he, Mike don't take the call <laughs> just don't take the call <laughs> you know he's just had the injection in the gum and uh, he's, he's going Every time he speaks, maybe it was the bit when the dentist goes out of the room to do the X-ray. Oh yeah, and he's thinking, <laughs> he I'll, take just take take I'll take the call. And he's gone out, not realising he can't speak. That <laughs> cup of coffee you have an hour. You think I'll be all right by oh, now? Oh yeah, and it goes down, down your, chin, your clothes. Yeah. Anyway, so 
yes. What's the worst place you ever took a call? Where at that moment you said, yeah, yeah, I can't really speak now because I'm... Where were yeah. you? Let us know. Uh, and hopefully we'll chat to, to the guest in question tomorrow instead. But talksport.com forward slash h j Text to 81089 or tweet to TSH&J. T-S-H-A-N-D-J. The orange ball. In what snooker. does it do? It's an innovation we bring you today. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Yes, the orange ball in snooker. We introduce it after what happened last night on yeah. the, on the uh, at the Crucible. Uh, nice suggestion coming. When will the orange ball be used, Charlie? Loads of very creative ideas. But Colin, the Everton fan, has said, would the orange ball come on in winter matches when the base is changed to white? Isn't that lovely, Paul? <laughs> lovely. <laughs> just that well yeah. done, Colin. We've had some very, very good nice. ideas yeah, yeah. for the orange ball. Uh, you can keep those coming. Some serious... Yeah. Some silly Paul. I mean, I like I like both. Yeah, we're getting uh, the orange ball of death elimination from the whole tournament. <laughs> well, that's that's that's, that's like, great. That's Paul. like the anti golden buzzer. That that yeah, would be good, really really it? difficult to use, wouldn't it? And right, do you want to play ten frames or do you want to play one frame with the orange ball? Yeah. This is a winner. The orange ball could be put in the middle of the reds and once potted, the next ball is worth double, yeah. says uh, Paul. But passing these all on to Barry. I genuinely think some of these ideas, I genuinely think if you yeah. had a tournament that became an orange, it would be the new 2020. Yeah. They've been looking for this for, forever. Add, a, add another ball, the ball of jeopardy. Yeah. The orange ball, Paul. Okay, if you hit the orange ball, if recreational ideas coming in uh, from, uh, what about, yes, uh, if you hit the orange ball, five quid in a jar, winner takes the winnings if they win the match. Five nice quid. wee side pot, says someone I'm guessing from Scotland. What, what the crucible at the yeah, world? No, no, but that's a bit of social club, <laughs> right, okay. you know, in a pub. The orange ball is added as an extra colour to be potted after the black or with eight after a red. Uh, but to add a bit of theatre, you can only hit the orange softly with the white or yeah. it explodes in oh. a similar manner to the huge cloud of orange powder from last night. Yeah, lovely. Handing the whole match to your opponent. So an exploding orange ball, Nathan, in Taunton. These are all great ideas. Dave from Coventry. The player can choose to replace the white ball with the orange ball at any point. Yeah. His next break is worth double. Can implement the orange ball three times in a match. Eddie Waring comes on and tells the ref that the player is playing his orange. Okay. That's a good idea. You'd have a job getting Eddie Waring. That's where it all breaks. Gone rest <laughs> That's a good song. idea, though, isn't it? What about this? The orange ball would introduce assists to snooker. Uh, if you use the orange ball to knock a colour in, yeah. you get twice the value of that colour. So what using so as a, like a plant, like a, yeah, almost like a cannon, white, you know, you're, you're, orange. Yeah, that's right. Colour. You're yeah, using nice. it, so you're using it as, as in assists. We could talk about assists. None of these are bad ideas. They're not. Then, well, yes. <laughs> the, or- so, yeah, the orange ball of death elimination from the whole tournament, Gary, the Spurs fan. That's a bad idea. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I like the added jeopardy of that. Imagine that. So you've got the first frame of the World Championship final. Yeah. And somebody puts in the orange ball and that's it. The BBC have got like about, and Eurosport have got no programming for about three days. Two weeks of no programs. Keith's been in touch. Uh, We asked you earlier on, we've got a guest coming on. We've got a guest coming on tomorrow who was going to come on today. But uh, when we phoned him, he was was in the dentist chair and he'd had the jab. He'd already had the first jab. And we think, why did he answer the call? Um... (laughs) Uh, and I'm sorry, I'd love to talk now, but I've just basically had an injection and I'm, I'm sitting in the dentist chair now. Uh, the um, yeah, the worst places you answered the call. Keith's been in touch. We're not sure, Paul, are no, we? No, I think we are sure because um, <laughs> maybe we should ask the listeners this in a talk sport poll. Keith from Hull says, I was having a colonic when a video call came in. Now, 
I don't want to call you a liar, Keith. That's the last thing I want to do. And I'm not cer- certainly not asking for photographic evidence. <laughs> but do you think, Why are Charlie, you questioning Keith from Hull, Do you Paul? think... <laughs> You've asked for a text. I'm making a value He's judgment <laughs> on Keith from Hull. And I'm saying he wasn't having a colonic. I was having a colonic when a video when, call came Because in. no one says, what are you having? Oh, I'm having a colonic. No one talks about it It's a bit it Alan like Bennett. No it? one talks... I was having, I said to oh, Mum, well, I was having a, having a colonic, colonic and a yeah. video call came and in. a video call came in from Mum. <laughs> um, I'm not calling you a liar, Keith. Keith, and we don't want to see Is Keith a liar? 8, 10, 89. No, liar or no liar? We'll take we it should, for the next 10 minutes. Maybe we should set up a, a we'll set up a Twitter poll. Was Keith from Hull having a colonic when a video call came in? Could just be yes or no. The answer would be yes or no. We'll put yeah, it lovely. At, we'll put it at TH. We don't know what Keith looks like. We can't put a picture. We don't up. know. Keith might be at, having weekly colonics, at, Paul. T- that's, should you do that? That's dangerous. dangerous. I don't know. Can you be too clean? <laughs> Very clean colon, Keith. TSH and J. At TSH and J. It'll be up there very... You know, I meant the, the Twitter poll. Be up there very soon. <laughs> Did Keith from Hull have a colonic, yes or no? And we'll bring you the results throughout the afternoon. <laughs> Keep the orange ball coming. This is uh, this is fantastic. Yeah, what, what, what an afternoon. They're all going to Barry. Yeah. He pretends he didn't like last night, but he didn't oh, really. He's P.T. Barnum, for them. goodness sake. It's huge for Look them. at the snooker. Everybody's watching the snooker. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Well, snooker is very much front and back pages yeah. today after the incident with Just Well last night when a protester climbed onto one of the tables and covered themselves in orange powder. It has uh, allowed us today to come up with the innovation of the orange ball. Yeah, you were and just talking about the, Im- the impact player in, in the IPL, pool. That's this the orange the impact ball, isn't ball, it? Yeah, the orange ball in snooker could reset your opponent's score to zero in that frame. Oh, lovely. And then you've been tangoed, <laughs> says Alan in Brighton. <laughs> Yeah, lovely. Because they're working like the black in poor if you pot it too early. As I said, that's the that, end of the frame. Exactly, Somebody yeah. has suggested you forfeit the whole tournament if you put it I love it that. that. I'm on board with that. Now, we thought we'd turn today to uh, someone who loves his snooker. He's, uh, he's been at the Crucible many times over the years. He's a podcaster, Sunderland fan, broadcaster, Andy Dawson. Good afternoon, Andy. Hey, Andy. Good afternoon, chaps. I t- I'm, look, I'm, I'm, we were kind of half joking because it is a security breach and there's, you know, concerns that somebody could just get out of the crowd that easily and I'm sure the players will want some assurances. But on the basis that it was somebody just covering themselves in powder and once the Henry came out and yeah, hoovered it all yeah, up, lovely. they could get on with it. I don't know if it's been good for the game or not. It's, it's possibly been good for the viewing figures for this tournament or not. What do you think? Oh, well, it was disgusting. How <laughs> dare them disgusting hippies get on that table, infiltrate the sacred base. The sacred base. With their, with their diabolical... Pro- I'll tell you what, the first thing I did as soon as I saw it, I went down a garage and I bought 20 litres of un- unleaded and I drove down to the sea and I just pulled it into the sea. <laughs> I think you should have called our well, sister station. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Through to the wrong show. <laughs> of course, I'm just pretending to be one of those people who likes getting outraged on social media. No, um, yeah, it, I mean, I was watching it live when it was on on BBC Four, and and when it kind of first happened, there was this almighty clatter, and mm. I was it was the um, Mark Allen fan Sheng uh, game. And it was genuinely disturbing. At first, I thought some kind of equipment had collapsed or some seating had collapsed or something, mm. and it looked as if something major was happening. Then when you saw what it was. Um, and you saw the uh, the female half of the of the protesting duo trying to clamber onto the table and being dragged away. 
Um, I thought, ah, okay, this is fun. Um, yeah, I said to Paul then, earlier, it was good she she managed to stay in the rules and keep one foot on the floor. She did. That's, <laughs> that's, yeah. That was the problem. She was risking a foul stroke four away. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, true. Yeah, that yeah. was it. And, and then, of course, as the minutes went by and we saw what had happened on, on, on table one, hmm. which um, was even more dramatic. And, you know, I kind of think it's pretty good. I'm a, a huge snooker fan and everything but at the same time it is an important cause and they've kind of done what the the objective was which was to get people you know looking at them and, and listening to what they're trying to say and at the end of the day you know it, it's 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 given it's put snooker into the limelight mm. there'll be a lot more people watching the tournament now on the back of what happened last yeah. night than, than were before so everyone wins i think you, you don't just watch it on tv do you andy as well you i know you go quite a lot as well what is it that i mean what is it that attracts you i used to watch it a lot as a student in the mm. in the 80s yeah. in the early 90s because it was a sort of it was on a long time yeah <laughs> we didn't have the internet <laughs> no so you know it would take up a lot a lot of your day but what what attracts you to it now I don't know. It's because I, I I was similar. I used to love it when I was a kid. I used to have a, a six by three foot table mm. in my bedroom, which, yeah, which basically did, yeah. filled the whole room up. <laughs> and um, I just kind of got back into it a bit in the last few years. And I just think I enjoy the 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 stillness of it mm. when you when you go along the the, the 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 silence and it's that thing where it's so quiet that you can cut the atmosphere with a knife. And every everybody that's there's you know there's really you know emotionally invested into it. It's it's completely different to watching it on TV because I've only started going the last few years, but I try to go along as as often as I can. I'm going to the Crucible next week for a couple couple of days. I'm really looking forward to it. But yeah, yeah it's 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 a incredible experience. Yeah, that slow TV sort of headspace element yeah. of it is <clears throat> is really good, actually, isn't it? I mean, I suppose the only other sport that happens because it's just, is is golf. I would have thought that mm. they ask everyone to be quiet while they're playing. Yeah, you know, although they have that tournament, don't they, where the people chuck beer cans and all that sort of stuff. Perhaps they should do that with snooker once a year. Big noisy tournament. Well, I've I've always wondered that. But I think it might have been their own Danny Kelly who asked that question years ago. Why you know why do we have to be quiet for the snooker? I mean, it's, yeah. It, I mean, we're interesting. It would it would it, we're players that have been so noisy used to it, suddenly people can sit there and eat crisps yeah. and have a chat with their friends yeah. while it's going on. Yeah, I mean, there, there is one tournament a year where they kind of do that. We're all better off. It's it's the speed snooker, I think it's called, mm. where you've only got something like 15 seconds to take a shot. And um, crowd members just kind of shout and laugh and heckle along. But it, it just seems a bit odd. It doesn't seem right. No, but, um, yeah. I mean, I mean, my son's just getting into the snooker now, and I've got him into the darts over the last few years. And he said something similar. He says, why can't people just, you know, shout and cheer all the time? I said, I said, it's not right. That's why it's just not the way we do things at the snooker. Yeah, but it's got a point, I suppose. Yeah. But I, I'm, it's not for me that kind of thing. As we said, we're trying to get something good to come out last night. We've we've been trying to introduce the orange ball, which has been people have been mm. coming up with different suggestions. Yeah, a kind beautiful. of ball of jeopardy. I mean, this is an interesting one. John in Woodford Green says. Um, orange ball, you pot it, the Benny Hill music goes off. It's a power play. Ten seconds to pot what you can for double points. <laughs> <laughs> See, nice. this, these are all great innovations. We're going to send all these to Barry. These are all great year. innovations, I feel. But the, I believe we've got news of... Somebody has, uh, has been there before us with the orange ball, and Andy Goldstein's going to tell us about, about it later on. But, but what about the idea of introducing a new ball? I like that, yeah, especially an orange ball, because <laughs> I feel it should be edible. 
Yeah, oh, well, nice, well, a few people yes. have suggested it could explode. Um, yeah, so if you, <laughs> you hit, hit the too ball, hard. so yeah, the yeah, the orange ball should make you lose the whole match. If it gets hit, it explodes and covers the table in that yeah. dreaded orange powder. Says Dean in Manchester. So. Yeah, I really like that one. Or, or, but yeah, anyone that can, I don't know, maybe pot the orange ball just before the black or something gets to eat it afterwards because we all yeah. love chocolate orange, oh, don't we? Yeah, that's something the chocolate Terry's, orange. Terry's could sponsor yeah, the Terry's it. Could sponsor yeah, it it's exactly. a Terry. Yeah, it sounds, well, yeah. it's, 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 something, it sounds like something positive has come from this. Um, you should have been touring with your podcast with our old friend Sam Delaney, Top Flight Time Machine this week, but I, I see um, Sam has got the COVID, hasn't he, unfortunately? He has. He's, he, he came down with it on Sunday after we'd done a couple of shows at Brighton and London. So um, I'm now praying that the symptoms haven't been transferred to me. Mm. But um, he's 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 laid up in bed with it. So um, if he's listening, get well soon, Sam. But we're, we're rescheduling the shows for next month. Um, Birmingham on the 23rd of May, Manchester 24th of May, Liverpool to be confirmed. So it'll all be okay. Oh, and have goodness. you done another Atlantico Mints with, uh, with Bob Mortimer? Is there another one in the offing? Mm-hmm. There is, there's, there's usually one each month. We've got um, a recording session lined up next week sometimes, so there should be more of that coming soon. Yeah, yeah Roy, Roy returning, I mean, a bit late for you, was it? A bit late for you on <laughs> recording, but Roy returning was pretty good. We just got him in in the last episode, yeah. Oh, yeah, with a bit of his Warhammer activity. <laughs> so, uh, nice, nice for him to drop by. Nice one. Yeah. Well, uh, enjoy the snooker next week, Andy. I would imagine the increased security means that uh, you won't be witnessing anything like you witnessed yesterday. But, uh, yeah, good to talk to you. Thanks for joining us. No worries. Thanks a lot. There Cheers, we are. Andy. It's, uh, Andy Dawson, their uh, podcast Sunderland fan. And yeah. of course, big snooker fan as well. I've never been to the snooker pool. It looks. You know, I've I watched haven't it either. a lot. I haven't either. And it looks so hard. I've tried playing on a full size table. It is so difficult. Yeah. I think it is the most difficult of all sports to to get the most good difficult at. of all sports. Like, if you think you could probably fluke a century, couldn't you, at Lords? <laughs> you yeah. could fluke. A, oh yeah. I don't think you could ever fluke a one four seven. Okay. All right. Fair enough. I think, I, mean, it's the, I think it's the hardest of all sports. That is quite a contentious thing to say. I'm not sure all the listeners will well, agree. Well. Oh, you're Mr. Clickbait, you are. <laughs> Why? Um, Mr. Clickbait, hello. Yes, hello. Um, so, uh, talksport.com, text 1889, tweet uh, Um We did ask you earlier on, we've got a Twitter poll uh, today on the show, uh, <laughs> off the back of a, a caller, because we, we did ask, when was the worst time a call ever came into you after one of our guests was actually post-injection in the gum in the dentist chair when he answered the phone? Um Somebody called Keith from Hull got in touch and said, I was having a colonic when a video call came in. And we thought, mm, we weren't Chinny sure. Chinny on, we thought, Keith. <laughs> Bit unfair on Keith. He may be on the level. But so we thought we'd ask the listeners, was Keith from Hull having a colonic when a video call came in? Yep. At the moment, 65% of the percent, 65% of the nation say yes. Yes, he was. They believe him. Which has led Dickie G to say, this is looking like more proof that the British public simply cannot be trusted with voting. <laughs> He's seeing a much greater... A point coming Pick a picture to it, sure. So anyway, at TSH&J to tell us what, what do you think was Keith from Hull having a clinic when a video call came in. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. 
That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Good afternoon, Paul Hawksby. Charlie Baker here on TalkSport. Uh, as we said, one of our guests who was due to join us today, hopefully with us tomorrow, uh, when he took our call from our producer earlier on, was in the dentist chair. He'd had the jab. He was just waiting for the treatment to start, and he probably wasn't making a lot of sense and said, I don't think I can come on today. I can't spake. <laughs> but hopefully he will be tomorrow. But uh, probably wasn't uh, an ideal place to take a call. And you've been telling us about some of those uh, this afternoon. On the topic of answering a call, I once answered a call when I was 19 from my work because they were wondering why I didn't turn up for my shift. <laughs> I was actually at a festival and took the call from uh, a portaloo, slightly worse for wear, mm. but somehow managed to convince them that I was feeling ill and couldn't make it in. It's probably yeah, like yeah. the thumping Boy. bass from the main stage. Yeah. Got away with it. No good at all. No good at all. A lot of the a lot of the ones <laughs> about the phone calls we can't read out. No, I, I, that they're either offensive or too dark. Okay. So a lot a lot of the stories about phone calls that have come in. Yeah. A, 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 the producer has drawn a line. This, I think that's fair enough. Which is absolutely fine. Enough, yeah, yeah. How lads? How about the players have heated seats? <laughs> What do you mean? Once the orange ball is potted, their opponent's seat starts heating up. Doesn't stop getting hotter until the break is over. (laughs) Not sure about it. That sounds like a Japanese game show. Got heated seats, Paul? Have I got heated heated seats in the car? In your car? Well, I didn't ask for them Mm -hmm. when I got when I changed the car recently. Yeah, it did have them. Oh, really? And I uh, this was not uh, the winter pack. Well, I, I, I don't know. I mean, it, it felt a bit random. Maybe they just put it on at the factory, sort of chucked another one in for me. I've got oh. no idea. But anyway, uh, yeah. Do you uh, like them? Well, in the cold weather. I get weather, a bit hot. get it too hot. You get a bit too hot. You're sitting there in your parker. <laughs> yeah. um, I feel like I've wet myself. <laughs> well, you'd know that feeling still yeah. as an adult, wouldn't you, really? Which is a great shame. Um, yeah, heated seats. Thank you for that. The orange ball in snooker. We're bringing the orange ball in. If you want to give us your suggestions uh, today, um, Glenn in Leeds says uh, each player has one opportunity per frame to position the orange ball anywhere on the table before his opponent takes his shot. I watch it just for the s housery. Uh, says yeah, Mossy of Leeds fan. Yeah, thank you very much for that. And if you pop the orange ball, your score. Did we say the score goes back to zero in that frame? So that was Steve in Mansfield. Yeah, so that's very nice. Great innovations it? of so what I, I, a new I, orange ball. Could do. Genuinely think I know we're having a laugh. I genuinely think there's something in it. There's something. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I genuinely think it's, you know, and they're trying to make people, more people watch snooker. Yeah. I don't think speed is the thing. I think having that level of jeopardy. Yeah. It's a great idea. Occasionally you see a story in the papers and you think, well, I wonder if we could get the listeners going on that, would they have similar stories? And then I immediately think to myself, what are you talking about, you idiot? Of course not. For example, this was a, a tiny little piece in, in the Sun today. It said, Tolkien fan Ben Coyles, mm. Tolkien fan Ben Coyles, yeah. was dressed as Gandalf for a birthday pub crawl when he bumped into Sir Ian McKellen in Bristol. Oh, that's nice. So he's wandering it? around the old staff, isn't yeah. he? he's doing the old thing. And there's, there's the man himself. There's yeah, Gandalf right. for real. Everybody's talking at me. That song, Paul. Is that what's that? Sorry? Everybody's talking at me. Oh, everybody's talking at me. Okay, is this you're going to write talking the musical? <laughs> Look who's talk. Look who's talking. Look who's talking. Yeah, that's what you call that's it. Nice. Look who's talking. Get Ian McKellen in it. Yeah, that's yeah. I'm sure he'll say yes based on that flimsy premise. Do you think Ben is his name? Ben Coyle. Ben Coyle. I think he knew Sir Ian McKellen was in town. I think, think this is like Keith and the the Keith and the Colony. I'm not sure I believe Ben Coyle. Oh, just out of the blue, there was Sir... He was hanging around at stage door while well, Sir Ian McKellen was giving his mother goose. Now, look, before you start casting aspersions on, on uh, old Ben, uh, I've got more on the story. Oh, I just, OK. I'm, I'm, I'm just... Def- it's just popped up, Lancashire Live, uh, online. Man <laughs> dressed as Gandalf on pub crawl... A bumps into Sir Ian McKellen. That's a very literal headline. They've, they've not tried to be clever with it. <laughs> they've not basically gone. just explained what happened. I didn't recognise him immediately. Then I was like, oh my God, it's Sir Ian McKellen. Everybody just said, what on earth is going on? Our man celebrating his birthday, dressed as Gandalf, Lord of the Rings pub crawl, bumped into the man himself. Tolkien, Superfan Ben Cos was out marking his 27th birthday, 22nd birthday, when he ran into the man who played the part. Sir Ian, who was born in Burnley, hence Lanks Live, which is why they've picked oh, it nice. up. Oh, nice. Big Sean Dyche fan, is he? Or is yeah, he, I don't think he is. You know, they're, they're all company now. Yeah, Ben was a group of friends celebrating a birthday when they turned and saw the man himself. And uh, what about that? They filmed the moment for posterity. Beautiful pictures of Sir Ian, who always seems like a good lad, um, with uh, Ben. One of my biggest name-droppy stories involves Sir Ian McKellen. Oh, okay. Would you like well, to hear well, it or well, not? Have you got you're time? A, you're you? a bit of a thesp. Well, no, no, it wasn't acting. I sang at his 50th birthday party. Did you really? I sang it. He had a big 50th birthday party at the Royal Garden Hotel in, in London. And on the way in, mm. the, it was during the it was during the. Did World you sing Cup. Everybody's Talking? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Okay. Um, the, the England cricket team was staying there as well. Right. The England. It was during the One Day World Cup when it was in England. Yeah. Anyway, but at the party, I sang. But it was, it was the day of the Newcastle v Arsenal. God, there was a lot going on. I know, it was day. a massive day. <laughs> Newcastle v Arsenal, yeah. uh, FA Cup final, mm. it was that day. And Sting was also singing at this party. Wow. And Sting was late for his sound check because he'd been at the Cup final and they'd lost. Right. He turned up in a mood and then sang, I don't know, Englishman in New York or something. Right. You know, what did you sing? I sang time? Where or When. Do you know that? It seems we've stood and talked like this before. Okay. Did, did, we've did looked he, at did, each other in the same way then. Was it his, was it a song he loves? Or? I think he liked it, yeah, he asked for it. So oh, uh, okay. I sang with that. that was a, how did that booking come about? This, uh, uh, yeah, that gets I, I quite think we random, had a, a mutual friend right. we had. So I turned up. My mutual friend. Sorry, Ian McCallum. And then I thought I'd get kicked out. Wasn't kicked out. Ended up dancing that night with Monica Lewinsky. 
You uh, did? I did, yes. <laughs> Who at the time was one of the most famous women in the world. What a night that so there, was, What Charlie. a night. Darren you... Goff, Monica Lewinsky and Sting. And that they... was me, yeah. Sir Johnny Weaver. <laughs> <laughs> Monica Lewinsky <laughs> and, and Sting. <laughs> and Sir Ian McKellen. And what a night we had. What a night, dear. And then you went home and watched the FA Cup highlights, did you? Actually, I went home. I've got a scar on my right hand. I had a few drinks at the party. <laughs> and on the way this, out... This is like <laughs> Ferris Bueller It sounds like a story that's not true. Yeah. It's 100% true. Got some chips on the way home. Yeah. I'd cycled to the gig because it was up the road from my house. Mm. And I cycled home one-handed, a bit drunk, with the with chips, a bag on, of chips on, on me. Please don't do that, folks. It's like a seagull. Technically illegal. Came what? off me bike, kept holding me chips. Oh, well. Cut you... me hand open. Really? Big scar on me hand. Did little. you have to have stitches? No, no, still got a little scar there now. And, you, uh, and you always... There we are. But it's a, it's a constant reminder of that. Always I can imagine Sir Ian got home the same way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on a bike with a bag of chips under his on a bike everybody left even Sting did it was it was uh, dressed casually but go home with a bag of chips under one arm on, on your bike on your bike oh, what, a, what a fantastic there we are Paul what a wonderful showbiz well it filled two minutes I can't I can't well that's it that was I mean I'll tell it again in a year we will have forgotten it by then that's it that's beautiful I felt like it kind of needed a slightly sort of lovey music bed but it uh, you see Newcastle are looking to buy more clubs oh lovely the owners oh really um, they're interested, interested in the National League, Paul? No, this oh. is the Belgian club, KV Oostend, uh, which will allow them, if they do an all or nothing, they can call it Oostenders, can't they? <laughs> oh, Jimmy lovely, Marvel. yes. Fantastic. Is that Ostend? Is that where Marvin Gaye lived for a while? I think he did. Did he live yeah. in Ostend? I for think a bit, he, he, he worked in uh, Chop on the ferry, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did he? That's what it was, was it? Selling little... Toys of the fairy, little airfix right. air fairies. I think he did go and live there, didn't he? It's that wonderful bit of footage of him. Of what's, them doing... what's going on? Yeah, well, that's, yeah that's <laughs> tell me right, what's going on? What's going on? And Marvin's saying, I'm not quite sure. We seem to have been held up here. I think it's a bit choppy going into Austin. <laughs> Too many of you crying. Yeah, that's it. So, um, we move on. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Now, uh, I mean, we saw today that... Um, this is sad news. You've announced your retirement yes. from football, an official Why? announcement, hanging up the, the boots. Why is this today? Why? Well, you'd think maybe a doctor had a word with me saying I'm still too overweight, but actually um, there was a mini tsunami in, on Felixstowe Beach and a geologist has <laughs> connected that to an appearance I made for the Ipswich Old Boys 11. <laughs> so uh, for geological reasons, they think it's not good for me, uh, for the environment to be playing football. But no, I think there was, I, I had a hip replacement a while ago and um, I still haven't lost the weight. If I do lose the weight, I'll play again, but... I've been told not to play. So some friends of mine have put together a little compilation, which also is a big, big you know, message to the Chelsea team. It starts off with all my disasters, but it does end with me scoring against RoboKeep or something, yeah. which, which Chris, Chris Kamara pointed out today. Who would have thought you'd do something that Messi couldn't do? And he put <laughs> laugh emojis because it is ridiculous. But it, 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 he's, he's not underplaying the moment. I think if you're a football person, you'll understand. Mm. That was a miracle. And, you know, they actually decommissioned RoboKeeper. Wow. After. <laughs> if a fat middle-aged bloke can score with his first shot. You ruined his career, RoboKeeper. I, end, I ended RoboKeeper's uh, yeah. Robo career. If, but I think that it, 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 it does show that anything can happen in football. That's why I posted it today. If the listeners haven't seen it, uh, yeah, they, there was footage of Messi trying to score past this robot goalkeeper in a five-a-side goal, and he's hitting it both sides. You, you see, sort of two or three examples, and the keeper kind of dives right. Yeah. And there's really only one spot you can probably put it, which is right in the postage stamp with power. If you're going to beat Robo Keeper, and upsteps Omid, first yeah. go 
and slams it right in that sweet yeah, spot. I'm it, not surprised. And it goes in. The power of the positivity that comes out of you, Amid, I think is absolutely... I've always fancied if I got on the pitch with two minutes to go in a in a relegation scrap, I'd shin one in. And I think it's the same attitude that's made you made you score past RoboKeeper. Well, I had to go for it because the bloke... I said, is there, look, is there, I said, is there any chance? Because mm. I knew what the, what the way it works is the RoboKeeper clocks your eyes and uh. clocks the movement of the body so it knows if you look at the footage RoboKeeper's already moved to the spot wow. where it knows i'm going okay. so it, it, it exactly it goes to exactly and stops at that point but the bloke says go top left we've left it a millimeter on each side to give you a chance there's a mil literally a millimeter each side if you get it it'll be a miracle but we've left it open wow. and i did it i just i just had the power of positive thing i said just go for it <laughs> And I went back, and you can see the reaction. I've gone bananas. Yeah, and thing, yeah. And you didn't expect know, to score, did you? By the I didn't expect <laughs> to score. And, and my wife, my wife said to me, "Why are you you behaving so inappropriately?" I said, "I've just done what Messi could do." She goes, "You're just messing about in a children's play area." <laughs> <laughs> Brought you back down to earth. Now, um, uh, Robo Keeper, now of course, would have to come out and kick the ball away, give you the full Emmy Martinez, wouldn't it? Really, fall, <laughs> fall on the ball. Yeah, do that. Fall on the ball and lay there for five minutes. So, um, yes, uh, we, we have. Uh, we're going to get you to play celebrity combination yes, lock. I mean, nice. it won't take. Yes. We won't keep you too long. It's don't pretty straightforward. Don't knock the what? Don't we not? Don't, don't knock the don't lock. Knock the the lock. lock. Anyway, let's bring you the. Uh, here we go. Celebrity don't combination lock. lock. Here we go. <laughs> Celebrity Combination Lock with your hosts Paul Hawksby and Lock Keeper Charlie Baker. Yes, hello. Yes, our assistant producer Jamie's Jim Kit is getting more fetid, rancid, and ranked by the week. We currently have no lock. Uh, the lock will be the brought lock will in, be bought take, in the, we by ask? the Lock Keeper. Yeah, the Lock Keeper. Don't knock the lock. Uh, what well, don't we knock? Well, we haven't even got the lock at the moment. <laughs> but anyway, we're trying to we're trying to uh, work with this combination. Yes. We're trying to undo the combination right. on the combination lock. So Jamie, our assistant producer, can get his smelly old kit. Get his out. kit in a boil yes. wash. Here so is the lock. The lock has just arrived. It's Very been brought nice in fairly are. key. Very nice. Thank, Thank you. Can I just operation. say that was the worst jingle I've ever heard? Oh, <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Don't knock the lock. Already good. points off for knocking the lock. <laughs> <laughs> Don't knock the lock, or indeed the lock or the jingle. lock jingle. So all we need from you. You, Ahmed, are um, four, uh, four, numbers. four numbers, four numbers from, from you to open the combination lock. Let's have a look at the recent okay. ones we've had. These ones so far: um, Chloe Petz has had a go. Uh, actor Mike Fenton Stevens had a go. St uh, Stephen Grant, comedian, mm. Brighton fan, had a go. Um, the, the, we've had one correct number, one in the correct place, and that was. Stephen Grant, who went 2590. So of 259 and 0, one is in the correct place uh, and, and is, is the, the correct, yeah, correct number. number yes. So you may want to consider that, Omid, as you choose your four numbers for Celebrity Combination Lock. Good luck, Omid. Can, can, can you just quickly explain, because I have no idea yeah, how yeah. this game works. You're trying to open trying our to open producer this. Jamie's... We have the lock. Uh, ...is locker, yeah. and and it's got a combination lock on it. So from you, we need the four numbers for the combination lock. On the yeah, I know, that. No, I know that, but what are you going to ask me? Uh, I we just need you four numbers from you. You just give us four oh, numbers. Four I just numbers. guess four numbers. You yeah. guess four but numbers, one of which, 259 and 0, 
is in the right place and is correct. So I would include a two, a five, a nine, or an O in yeah. that in that order. Oh, oh, okay, all right. Because okay. I misunderstood. I thought okay. I thought you were going to ask me questions and no, I give you no, an answer. No, I think it was quite so tough. It's a very simple format. game. It's like all great formats. It's, it's very literally simple. a guessing game from numbers. Yes, <laughs> it's, a ge- it's a guessing. Literally, yeah. you brought a, me on. Look, it's a flimsy premise. We admit that. Don't knock the lock. <laughs> For goodness' sake! I told you that. Please stop knocking the lock. Okay, all right. So Stephen Grant got one number in the correct. Two five nine zero. Two five nine zero. Okay, so one of those numbers. I don't. I, you, you're not going to tell me where it was. No, I, mean, no. I can tell you one of those in the correct, in the correct place. place. But you're driving a hard bargain today, on yeah, Wow. Okay, so so. Um, all right. So yeah. hang on. There, so, so based on what the others have done as well. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh yes. So you need that as well. Yeah. So okay. four two right. three one one correct number. Yeah. Oh, so six I, four seven I, I six can... zero correct numbers. Mm. Okay. Yeah. All right then. So I would say yeah, uh-huh. one of the numbers yeah. ha- has to be mm. the number yeah. eight. Okay. Eight. Okay. Eight well, is in that. Be your first number. Okay. What's, what's that your would second? be my first number. Uh-huh. Eight. Okay. Eight. Second number, Omid. The second number. Yeah. Is the number. Yeah. Zero. zero. Zero, okay. okay. Eight to zero. Omid, like, like all the great players, looks like he's got more time than he's actually got. Yeah, 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 that's right. So the first ten yards in his head, he's like Teddy Sheringham. Pretend I'm playing football as well. Yeah, yeah. Eight zero. Eight there's, zero. A mili- there's a millimetre either side, you can get it. What do you think? Okay, what all right, think? okay. Let's have the I'm, next two numbers, Omid. There's one correct number, so I would yeah, say. Yeah, I'm going to go, yeah. oh, I've just chested it down, <laughs> and I'm going to volley the number four. Four. Four, eight, zero, four. Eight, zero, four. And the next one? And the next one. I like that he's actually thinking about it because a lot of people just say any old numbers and get off the phone. They do, but he's on me to put the work in. Can you just tell me what have I said already? 804. 804, yeah. 804. I'm going to go 804. Can I repeat a number? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 8048. 8048. Eight. We have the four numbers. OK, let's just remind you of, of the four of the numbers. numbers. Here come the numbers. Put them in the computer. 8, yeah. 0, mm-hmm. 4, 8, yeah. 0, eight zero thank you, computer. OK, here we go, Charlie. Putting it, them in now. Putting it, them in the lock. Is it 8, zero, This four. knock feels locked, if I'm honest. Okay. It's been 8, oh. Zero. Oh. Terribly sorry. Oh, there it is. Not open, Omid, I'm afraid. Sorry there, about that. Can we find, can we find out if can Omid we find got out? any numbers did I get, correct? Yeah. Did I get anything right? It must have got okay. something right. Two. Two, two correct, correct numbers. numbers. Any wow. Of them, any of them in the correct spot, though, computer? None. None, None in the correct spot. Two of the numbers are right. right. None in the correct spot. Mulby, the cabbie's been in touch. Yep. I cannot believe the host of Winning Combination. Yes. Is, which <laughs> I'm assuming is one of your TV formats you've hosted, Ahmed, is yeah. knocking the lock. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> of all people to knock the lock. That's from Mulby the cabbie, the lock super fan. He's a big fan a of big the lock. Fan Don't of knock the lock. the lock. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Now, we asked you earlier on about um, the unlikeliest places and the, the weirdest place you'd ever taken a call. Many of them we couldn't actually uh, broadcast, <laughs> but you told us about a few. And one of them came from uh, Keith from Hull. Keith yeah. from Hull, that's all he said. Keith from Hull, dot, dot, dot. 
I was having a colonic when a video call came in. Yeah. Now, call us sceptics, but Aunt Charlie and I... Do you think he has? We weren't sure. We weren't sure. It's Keith a, from Hull. I'm not suggesting people called Keith don't have them, or, yeah. or Hull doesn't have uh, the a Hull, centre. Hull, Hull colonic. Is it the International Centre for Colonic Irrigation? Is that in Hull? In, in Hull, yeah, yeah. So I'm not questioning any of that. I just think the combination of Keith in Hull and what he said... <laughs> Felt a bit spurious. So we thought the only thing we could do was ask the nation. Yes. And so... What have they said, Paul? Well, we've closed the vote now because a joke's a joke, not a ruddy pantomime. And we've closed it. And the question we asked, we said, was Keith from Hull having a colonic when a video call came yeah. in? 35% of you said no. Which means 65% wow. of the nation believe Keith. Wow. And Keith joins us now. Hello, Keith. Yeah. <laughs> 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 bit busy at the moment. Keith vindicated wow, by hey. the nation when we when we poo pooed. Is that his surname? Vindicated. <laughs> yeah, Keith vindicated <laughs> while we poo pooed. Literally poo pooed. Exactly. No, well, yes, you, were just, just, you were doing that on purpose. Just a tap in, Charlie. No, we haven't got to do a proper deconstruct the whole thing. <laughs> yes. I was spelling it out. Yeah, I think I think I think you. <laughs> Is you, that not what you wanted? <laughs> you you were you were doing that. So uh, there we are. Well, so there we are. Thank, thank you for everybody. Well, thank you, Keith. Thank you for everybody who voted. Haven't you got anything better to do? James, the Arsenal fans been in touch. Oh yeah, they want to do an oil. 11. Why not? An oil 11. Why not? Yeah, it's half an hour to go. We'll sure take it's... that. Kevin Doyle. That's nice, isn't it? Crude Van Nistelrooy. <laughs> That's a good one. That's this is a all good off the one. back of the snooker, isn't oil it? Oil 11. We'll take those when we pull. Why are you saying no? Do you want the oil I 11? I love the oil 11. It's a great idea. Okay. No? All right, go on then. You're not in. Oh, well. well I just I'll give in to you in the end. It's a bit like having kids, isn't it? You just think, oh, if he wants go an ice on, cream, then. let him have ice I'll cream. Speak, can't, be bothered to, can't be bothered to argue for I'll 20 speak minutes. To your, I'll ask cream. your mum. I'll ask your mum. Uh, if you Now, the Orange Ball, we've brought the Orange oh, Ball yeah, to the world of snooker. And please stay tuned because Andy Goldstein has got. Um, a bit more on that as a snooker uh, fan and historian. He's an aficionado, isn't he? He certainly yes. is. Uh, if you pot the orange ball off three cushions, you win the match. And a f this is the idea we're going to introduce the orange yeah. ball to snooker off the back of what happened last night. And a fast track to the semi-final. Do it in the semi, you're in the final. Gives you something to play for, <laughs> even if you're getting battered. Well, you immediately win the whole match. I think that's too much on yeah, the orange I think ball. Some of the ideas have been really strong. Um, so um, do let us know if you've got an idea of how, how the orange ball could be used in the world of snooker. We're introducing it after what happened yesterday with the protest. Mm. That flash of orange just made us think, bring in yeah, the orange nice. ball. Repsol, yeah. how did they come up with the, before we do Repsol Campbell. Repsol Campbell, yeah, And yeah. Uh, Petrol Check. Petrol Very nice, thank check. you, Phil, in Southampton. Right, they're coming in already. How did the colours of snooker balls come about? Do you know, Paul, do you know the history of snooker? I don't know. I don't know the answer to this. I'm genuinely you, asking you. You said it in the way <laughs> I knew the someone answer. who knew the answer. <laughs> I don't know the answer. Okay. Well, got, why I mean, have they avoided some balls and, and, uh, and not used others? You know, like because why would you have a green ball on green bays? Is my in, problem. Back in the day, they were the devil's ball. I what guess. day would they be? Andy Goldstein will know. He'll okay. be in shortly. So okay. Andy's going to pop in and tell us what's coming up in Drive, and can tell us that you know the 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 orange ball idea we've come up today is not as crackpot. No. As you may think. So, uh, Paul yes. Gascoigne from Nick in Birmingham. Thank you, Gas. Oh, yeah. yeah very yeah, nice. Yeah, Thanks. Yeah, yeah, very we'll get nice. already. So, um, yeah, don't forget Andy's. <laughs> Michael SON. That's very nice. That's yeah, very good. Not bad. Fraser Four Star. <laughs> Fraser Four Star is very good. <laughs> See, we wouldn't have got that there, Paul, no, Fraser, if you Fraser, shut it down Fraser, like you wanted Fraser Four Star is very good. Um, don't forget live football tonight Chelsea, Real Madrid, Sheffield United, Bristol City on Talk Sport 2. We'll catch up with Ian Dan to look at some of the key games. From the Championship EFL and beyond uh, this evening. Peter Shelton. <laughs>
You love these, don't you? Having your own little <laughs> world. <laughs> Jimmy Floyd Gassel Bank. They're very good, Paul. Diesel Haman. Exactly. Says these are nice. T- Tony Castrolino. Mirko mm, Cast- McLeod, says Simon. The Ipswich. We are. Yeah, They're okay. nice, Paul. You've shut this down and people, well, I'm, I'm, are, people not, are enjoying I'm, themselves. I'm not shut it down, Charlie. I'm, I'm reading them out with a, a great enthusiasm, <laughs> as you can tell. So, um, yes, that's all to come. So. Uh, <laughs> Unleadly King. <laughs> I'll just leave him to it. Uh, we'll get the sports headlines for you next, and then, yes, uh, we will be uh, talking to Mark Housie, former Great. Premier League referee. Lovely. Good. Calm down, Charlie. Yeah. You're slightly <laughs> hysterical. Ahead of... Uh, tra- uh, sorry, not Tranmere. You're not a Tranmere fan, are you? Ahead of uh, Torquay versus yes, Chesterfield. Yes, tonight. come on, you We're girls. here with Tool Station. Tools Easy and, three points. Tools and more for any task. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Jerry Can Francis. <laughs> Keith, referee Keith Frackett. Says Fuel, Dave Fuel Fox. Grease James. Leroy Carasino. Hamill. Says Mark in Manchester. Oh, Stillian Petrol. Thank see you, James. You, in see what you've done now, Charlie. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. There we are. That was this afternoon's show. What a great show, um, Paul. I'll reconvene tomorrow with uh, Andy Jacobs. We'll do it all again. Build up. Yeah, it depends what mood he'll be in tomorrow, oh, yes, of course, after of course, tonight. Yeah. Is he going? Do you know? Is he going tonight? Uh, he is oh, going, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, plenty going on tomorrow. Another game, of course, uh, featuring Man City in Munich. So we'll bring you all that. Charlie, you're back Thursday. See you Thursday for a birthday spread, Paul, and I'm bringing it. I'm sure you are. I'm sure you are. You're doing a lot of research into the birthdays <laughs> this week from all the papers to make sure you don't get beat. So do hope you can join us uh, then, but thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the Guys, every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on Talk Sport. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 